One more Tuesday night, Kevin Ricca. I'm not sweaty. Why not? I'm comfortable. Why not? To you, look comfortable. No, I'm, I am. I'm very I'll tell you what makes us comfortable in this basement studio of Kensington, Maryland. Being joined by Sebastian Salazar from Comcast Sportsnet. Our, not just our Redskins friend, but he is really... When we, when he wears we, many hats. He wears many hats, but forget about the, all the hats he wears. You're always talking about hats. Just If we can get through one conversation without you bringing up hats, that's all I'm asking for in life, all right? But just one second on that, okay, T-Stracken? This guy is what First Amendment Sports is all about because he cares about the Redskins, the Nats, Wiz, Caps. And Haberdashery. Through and through. Welcome to the show, Sebastian. Good to be here. Welcome to the Audible. Thanks for having me. And we wanted, we've, we've talked about the Redskins. I hope everyone listens to our After the Whistle segment tonight. An incredible outro, if I don't mind saying. But that, but you got to get through 58 minutes and 50 seconds to get there. And I think it's great. I you said skip around if you like. I, don't know. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, great. Now, we're just going to fast forward to the end. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it counts as a listen, everybody. So uh, th- this is our segment where we, uh, we focus on just a little bit more uh, on the things that we care about, and that's D.C. sports, the D.C. sports scene. Um, we talked a little bit about the Nats. We don't need to talk a lot about the Nats. There's, there's, a, there's a new game in town. Uh, we have the Caps are on the ice. And we go straight from an organization in the Washington Nationals, which we know is sound from top to bottom. Uh, we talked about the Washington Nationals being, in, in my opinion, and I think we, we almost got a consensus on it, the closest uh, Washington sports organization to a title from, an, from organizationally. Uh, but the Washington Capitals are real close. They, they have uh, an incredible talent uh, all the way in their, you know, top to bottom, uh, minor leagues and, and on, on the uh, major league level. Uh, their veteran talent is top notch, uh, and they have other top notch guys, you know, behind that. We, not many teams do. They win in the regular season. We're not in the postseason yet, so why, why, why even bother talking about it? Look, I don't know. Bring it on, T. I don't know dung Make about hockey. To be honest okay. with you, dung. Are they closer this year than they were a year or two years ago? Look, it's the sample, <laughs> si- the sample size is. They're, they're, they're uh, then close. two years ago, absolutely, absolutely, I think so. Um, although two years ago, they, wasn't it? Two you, years ago, they had the you could say best, they were awfully close. They had the best record um, in hockey last year. Ago? Last year they year. had the best re- record in hockey. They were a great team last year. They were a great team last year. I loved. I I thank them. I thank them today, even still today. Uh, I watch all the Caps games as I know all you Caps fans out there do. Uh, hockey's not my most favorite sport, but I I watch. I love the Caps so much. And I watch them that it makes me want to watch other NHL games, and I do. Um, but I appreciated I, watching the Caps was watching wi- a winning team. I mean, they just won so much more than they lost. It's a great experience as a sports fan when you cho- when you when your team wins. And then exited the first round. Uh, understandable, again. understandable. Um, Second round, and that's a that is a, a great Second conversation round. to have. T. And it matters because because rings matter. But I. I still just can't bring myself to hate on a team that gives me months of pleasure. I mean, they well, just look, do. You asked, you asked if they if they are um, better off, and I, and I I think because at some point you peak. Have they peaked? You can look on paper and say that you they are better off. Okay, um, good. They didn't really have a weakness last year, um, except for when measured against the one 
team that was better than them faster in this one area. Them. Not necessarily faster, um, but kind of played the game in a way in, at a tempo that was faster. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not that they were necessarily like faster skaters or anything, but um, they weren't as they weren't as deep. They couldn't score as deep down the lineup, um, and they didn't have as consistent a third line specifically. And if so you look what on paper, fixes that this year? they brought in a guy to be the third line center, Lars Eller, and he's he so far has looked the part. And if that guy does that role and everything else in the lineup above it holds, uh, this team will be very successful again this regular season and come the postseason, be right where they need to be, positioned to make a run, knowing that in hockey, even the, the team that's the most favorite has like a 24% chance of winning the Stanley Cup. So... At any year, no matter how great you are, um, you're really an underdog against the odds. Yeah, well, I, you know, in this town, I think that the, the Caps are going to get a, a bit of a postseason bad name because, uh, you know, we can't – I can't quantify it as a guy that can ice skate, you know, for the right. – uh, do I enjoy the sport? Absolutely. Have I rooted for the Caps since I can remember? Yes. I don't take losses as hard, I think, would be the difference between me and, say, the Redskins. Uh, you know, well, you speaking, can't because there's so many more of them. Speaking, yeah, well, the, Caps right, lost for, for the Nationals, loss. I take a Nationals loss worse than I take a Caps regular season really? loss. Really? I grew up baseball, playing my whole life right. since I was seven years old. Uh, I can't say I've ever played hockey. So that's the only difference, my, familiar, my familiarity with the sport. And I think there's a lot of fans like me that – Ha- and then ha- they have these un I'm there. these unrealistic expectations after you know barely paying attention all year, and then springtime comes rolling around, and you got a cold one popped in front of you. You're sitting at the bar, and you're like, "Let's go, Caps!" You know, I'm not that guilty, but I'm also not going to sit there and scream at the TV at what's going on wrong the whole time. Right. Well, I'm guilty. I know you are. I'm I've guilty. watched. You I, do. I mean, I I have watched regular season Caps games from time to time, right. but there is no doubt when the playoffs come around. You're I'm dialed in. Right. No, no, no. I'm dialed in. Well, I will say this to you. When it comes playoff as a, time. Right. As a competitor and a person that loves competition, there were so many times I watched cap games, regular season games last year, that we were down one or two in the second or third period and won. And I kept saying, like, this is uncanny to me that I don't we just get pull it out. That's why I don't watch it as much. That's as why I, I, that's but it's why I such a frustrating it. game because sometimes I don't know the difference between the guy that can just slap at the puck that's sitting in front of the net, like, better, or, or if that's a skill. I'll or if totally that's just grant <laughs> you that it seems chaotic. Like, yeah. And it's, and it's hard to decipher why the game plays out the way it does. But you have to understand that um, guys work together in certain ways to keep the puck. And the guys who do it best. There are and guys named Gretzky. Skills. Yeah, and and the, we yeah. have and the Caps have a lot of those guys. The Caps have a so really talented. exciting team to watch. They're so talented. I mean, and and they score goals. They defend really, really well. They're really efficient on the power play. Um, they they kill penalties like dogs. I mean, they do everything on the ice well. So I, I would, I, if yeah. you appreciate that and you want to watch a game, you'll watch a regular season game, and you will see a team play. Their ass off and play really, really well. And everything that's the you fun like thing about, about Caps, everything you like hockey. about the playoffs, t-, t you'll love about the regular season games. And in fact, I think watching the regular regular season games more often will even make you love what you're watching in the playoffs. Well, that's what I disagree more. with. Okay, because as I've watched the regular season, and I'm not that like I have an understanding. I had a better understanding years ago, but I do uh, not a complete and total like passion, but I really enjoy it. And good Lord, if you get into it in the regular season and watch them win, 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 and then you go right back, it just takes you back to my youth. I mean, I've seen 
every heart smash that you can possibly see since the creation of the franchise. Right. <laughs> right. And I respect yep. that. I mean, I, I, I've seen it. I grew up here, too. I know it. Um, it was hard to get off the mat this year. It was hard to get off the mat yeah. last year, to be honest with you. Well, we told you it was coming. You did, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm going to. This year was uh, this year was tough. It hurt. I, I, I've never. Because uh, the goalie, to me, the, the last, the, the going into the playoffs last season, if we just want to revisit that for a moment, the, 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 the reason why I rationalized and justified my confidence in, in a team that had proven itself a winner in the regular season to, to be the, the, the Caps team that broke the trend was Brayton Holtby. Yep. And uh, and I don't think that's an unreasonable, you know, uh, assumption to have made. I think there's there's No, and I think you could say he did yeah. his part. He played the part. He did. Uh, he played the part. The the offense didn't come through when they needed to. They yeah. couldn't produce goals, you know? And and the Penguins did deeper down the lineup. The Penguins third line killed them in that series. And if and that one line winning that one battle is the difference between the Caps probably winning a Stanley Cup. Anybody who talked about, like, any NHL analyst that talked about the playoffs last year said it was 1-1-A and then a gap. It was the Let's Caps, go Lars. Penguins, and, and, and that gap. Let's go Lars. Yeah. I don't think Joe the fan understands the microscopic difference between teams at that level in, in a seven-game series. Right. The expectation is, oh, well, we're going to beat them because we, you know, our record, we won seven more than they did in the regular season. I think that's the problem with a lot. Yeah. Not to mention, you know, DC sports fans, a lot of the average ones just love negative. So, you know, we were talking about Twitter and all this. I, I really enjoyed watching them last year. I've enjoyed Alex Ovechkin's physicality all over the ice. He just crushes people. I don't That makes it fun. I'm like, honey, get in here. Watch what he does. I mean, he's just... Yeah. What he does with his body is fun to watch. By the way, he, he's, he's a Mount watch. Rushmore. He's a Mount oh, Rushmore no, Washington athlete. There's no doubt about he's it. He's a oh, Mount definitely. Rushmore Washington athlete. I agree with that. All Alex time? Michigan. He's a Mount hey, Rushmore. There's, there's All a, time. There's a lot of guys on this. Yeah, there's only one Mount Rushmore. Yeah, he's 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 absolutely. Ovechkin's great, but there's, I mean, um, Backstrom is, you know, drops passes on a dime. He might uh, be the Kuznetsov best guy. Kuznetsov is awesome on the ice. He, I mean, I don't know there's better What line is Kuznetsov playing on? Is he the second number line, two? Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, No, no, no. He's he's up Behind. top. He's with Ovechkin. And they, he's they, playing they, number one. They and switched. Mojo is on. No, nah, actually, say. just, they just Johansson's switched Burakovsky up to the top line. Okay. Um, from the second line and flipped him with Oshie. Um, so, Oshie. Which is, Oshie's which is good. interesting. Well, Oshie's the most athletic guy on the team. Oshie's... By all accounts. Yeah, Oshie took one in the lift the other night. Did yep. you guys see that? No. Jeez, yep. yeah, he had stitches like... Yeah. Anyone, um, anyone wants to talk shit about hockey Holy players crap. as being athletes? TJ Oshie can probably... He can he can probably do anything anyone can do athletically. He, he is a okay, sick, sick athlete. Time out, time he, out, he, that, he's that good. Time out. He, he can't time, time out, time out, time out. What can he do? Uh, the block. <laughs> to win the Game Seven of the NBA Finals, the block. Yeah. How, wait, how tall is TJ Oshie? Seriously, not that tall. Come on, dude. Not the block. LeBron two-handed Iguodala to win Game Seven. Wait, we're talking about TJ Oshie. You said he could do anything any athlete could do. He could do anything any I, athlete. I called could a timeout. Do. You looked at me like what? Okay, so he, he, on, on an eight-foot hoop. On an eight-foot hoop. Right. On the block, defend LeBron James. No, no, the block. When LeBron came from full length court to and two hand the shot. pin the court, okay, the ball over, over, over the white square. I'm just saying. 
I think TJ Oshie, I don't want to win this argument. Way, I didn't want you to go down that road. But I do want to be the guy who does say. Freakishly athletic, look, I'm taking. TJ Oshie, I now know this. I can't wait to watch him on the Hockey players are incredible athletes, but just T. because they skate doesn't make them better athletes. It's important that people hear this, T. I do think TJ Oshie could have done the block. <laughs> oh, my just God. Just for the record. Oh, my God. It's important people hear that. Oh, my God. So that people understand that, yes... All right, if I watched T.J. Oshie with, on ice with LeBron James, it would be way more embarrassing than watching T.J. Oshie on the basketball court. I get what you're saying, but don't say he can do anything. Anyone can do. Anything. Anything. Do you think he can do it? Greg Luganis did? You're going to have to be more specific. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Anyways, good Lord, Kevin why Ricca. We're go, talking about, I mean, buy, seriously? I have no idea. I'm just having a black out for a second. I apologize. It was for no, myself. It was great. It was great. Oh, no, good. hey, it was great. Let's get back on topic. We're not going to go Wizards just quite yet. Let's stay on caps. We're, we're, is, it, is it is Pittsburgh still favored in our, our, uh, our side of the bracket? Just because they mean, have Crosby, who, by the way, is... Jordan read himself right out of this league pretty well, soon. Well, he's, yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he seems like he's gonna, uh, he's ready to come back, but, but it's not, it's not for nothing that, that these guys have kind of a history of concussions. You, you worry about kind of where that line gets drawn. Um, but it, it's weird with the Penguins because they don't really seem to need Crosby in the regular season. Like, there are really, people sleep, but they're a really good team. Um, he's yeah. a really, he's he's he might be the they're best deep. player in the world, but they're a, a really good team. Yeah. And so when he's not there, they can survive. They play pretty well. Hell, they beat the Caps opening night without um, without Sidney Crosby. It was a shootout, but it's not really a win. But uh, they beat him. So the the team doesn't need Crosby, uh, and that's why they're favored because uh, they're they're really really well, deep. Cut and to until, the chase. Until cut they beat the him. What? Is this the year? Is this the year or not? Is this the year? Is this the year, is this the year or not? This is as much the year as any year could is ever it, be the year. Uh, and I know it's, it's, it's just the last year. For an year. entire year, well, look, so they can go out in the first, second look, round. The Caps are a championship contender. It's, they just are. Yeah, it's, and they're a really high-level championship contender with, with this group for this last year, um, this exact group. Now, the core will remain, but there will be some important pieces that have to be moved after this, the end of this season. Or could be moved. So this group has an urgency right now to win, and I think I think that's why both, you know, they're they're built for this year. But I also think that urgency is inside that locker room. They know that this group has. They know a shelf their life. times running. Their they know running a, they've got a shelf life, and I, and I think that lights. That's why I asked that question. That ignites right. something for teams. Uh, I I think frequently. So. Um, It'd be nice if they could get a break with the seating and matchups in the postseason. Yeah, I mean the NH. I I think. There's two really weird, stupid things the NHL does. One is that it's not a direct one eight two seven. That's right. Six three four five. The fact that the the, the Pens and Cavs played in the second round last year is unacceptable. You, yeah. you can't have the top two teams playing before the final. That's uh, that, that's, that's well, many dumb. people said that's actually the Stanley Cup. Yeah. That was that now. Was look, it. you can't you can't move them out of this conference. But you know, shit, they ought to play in the in the conference final. Um, but no, I mean, I I just think. And they, when you when they tabulate goals for and goals against the NHL, they count the shootout as a goal for and a goal against. So if yeah. you look in the in the NHL standings, you'll see. Oh, that's horrible! Isn't that the, and there's no reason for it. 
but they do it. Very strange. Wait, say it again. But one is one is actually a thing that affects the competitive. One is just a scorekeeping note. So if you after a shootout, right? If if the Caps beat the Penguins through two, if they tie two two and the Caps win the shootout three two, that goal counts as a goal four for their season, and the goal against counts as a goal against the season average of the Pens. Just the difference, though, right? Not all three and two. No, just that one. Just the, just the one. Yeah. Right? yeah. Right. So like you get you it's get still a, it's still stupid as hell. Right? Why would you get why would you get a plus one goal for for when you didn't shoot a goal with no yeah. defense? And was, and you didn't allow no the de- the the team didn't allow a goal. So it's, it, it, so it, it that, that like messes up the fantasy rankings. It, for, to, it, skew, it screws the fantasy. Your, it skews the stat keeping. Yeah. Because teams that are actually giving up the fewest goals may not, may not be a, reflected. Uh, raise your hand if I'm you do fantasy NHL. I have in the past. I have. I'm there are two year. hands raised. It does. I have in the table. past. I'm not this year. Unbelievable. Andrew Deeren just whisper, well, oh. whispered to me, does TJ Oshie's wife's Instagram account count for this oh. question? TJ Oshie's Wife's Instagram account okay. absolutely counts. Okay, thank you. That's, that's, that's yes, that's, Andrew accounts. Where we are that counts as fantasy. Oh, that's straight fantasy. I do DraftKings. Uh, I do some NHL DraftKings. Do I still join Instagram now? I lose. They got money in the bank. I lose. I've got to join Instagram now. Yeah, I don't know Instagram. No. It's just like just it's the all the same. Is DraftKings paying? I hate it, that they. Like I wish checks it was cashed one. or how are they doing it these days? I don't know. I have like thirty bucks <laughs> in the account, so I don't care. And it was it was an account that they gave us for corporate. They gave yeah, us like oh yeah, exactly. Bucks. We got the same thing for Hulk Saving. And, and I was like, like yeah. okay, cool. And same with my Fanduel. They threw in like twenty five bucks, and I'm down to like fourteen because I yeah. never win. Ever it happens. Not it true. Happens. I I win. I'm starting to win now in football. In American football. Let me let me reach out to my video game lover, you know, listeners out there. Because this is the way I see the Washington Capitals. And and bear with me for a second. Who, those who grew up playing like Nintendo and the some can, of these other the can bear with Tech Mobile. Can bear with me, Tech Mobile. But the, oh, yes. the RBI baseball. Or other or other <laughs> games. But the kind of game I'm thinking of is like a blaster master or any kind of game where you, you didn't save it. If you got to level 8, and you, but you don't beat it to level 10, and you lose in level 8, the next time you, you start, start that game, you got to start off at 0. Yep. And get your awesome. way, all the way back up to level 8 again. And then, when you, and, and then when you get to level 9, it's great, but then you lose, you got to start at level 1 all over again. That, that's, to me, um, when I think about that locker room, and I think about the Ovechkins and the Backstroms and pro- probably the uh, Oshis and the Carlsons these days, the Alsners, like they're like, God damn it. Like, of course we're going to make the playoffs. We're good enough to make the playoffs. We're going to make the playoffs. But now we got to go through a whole regular season again, beat everyone's asses all, all day long, all up and down the ice, which we, which we know they're going to do because they're a very, very good team. Um, they're way better than most teams in the NHL. And then, and the, but they know that when that season is over, a whole new one begins. Um, but in order to get there, again, which they're sure they can, they've got to go through all this bull crap. I mean, just, they're playing hockey. They're not digging ditches, man. No, no, no. I know, but 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 I don't think they view it that way. I think those guys want to play. They, they want to be course. people's ass. They want and uh, they want to do it now, and they're going to want really. But they do know it they're good enough season. to be in the playoffs right now. That's what I'm saying. And they know they're they're a good enough team, but they they got to put it. I you don't know, think professional athletes look uh, at it that they, way. They know they're good enough. They know they're. They, you they, think they're just like, okay, we're in the playoffs. That they're going <laughs> to mail it in. They're 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 back in. like smoking a cigarette in the locker room. Like no, they're pros. In the playoffs. They take pride in their work. They go out there and play it every might, night. And they do. And might, they actually. they want to do great. No they, way. But they but they know 
They look at themselves in the mirror. They know the other the other teams in, in their league. They know where they stack up. They know. They, they know it all season long. And I think there's just some part but of this. But you got to like, do it. You, you got to do, do it. it. That's what makes them pros. Sure. And, and, and six they games are. in, if you're two and four, you're not doing it. And so suddenly, well, th- you, they're three and they've only no, lost they're one not, game. They're yeah. not. They're yeah. killing it. But uh, but if if you get off to a bad start, get off to um, a bad start. You're, you're that's what tough. you are. But we don't do that. Uh, it's Cavs be, don't do that because they're too good. They're they're loaded this year. They're loaded this year. They're going to be. A so threat. you're saying this is it. This is the year. They're solid saying, contenders. This is did he ever much, answer the question? Yeah, yes, I did. said yeah. as much as any year can be the year. This is the year. That's that's. that's so I'll give you. I'll give you the the max favorite status. Yes or no? I can't see into the future. <laughs> I hope yes. You're the It'd one that's so good for business. After losing last year, the, the regular season. It'd be so good for business. I'd love if it. If Sebastian says this is the year that they win it, I will watch every game. Okay. That I can't. Sure, then I'll say it. Sure, yeah, this is the year they're going to win it. You Bang. Said it. You, you said it. He said it. I said that I, I can't. I was a witness. I mean, are you kidding me? If I, I've worked for CSN, I'm gonna. if I have an opportunity to get a viewer, I'm not going to take that opportunity. The game is on. I my, would get fired game, from my job if I didn't say that. The Come game on. is on one TV in my house every night the Cavs play. It's always interesting to get in the mix and see. And it, and it was pretty cool to talk some trash last year and say, oh, one nothing going into the third. Uh, we're going to win. I mean, T, I, can T, I say no, one we did. thing? Let me just give you the Vegas odds. I mean, right now they are the odds-on favorite. Boom. The Tampa Bay Lightning and the Washington Capitals More are so tied than at 7 Pittsburgh. And Vegas doesn't Yeah, Chicago Blackhawks out to lose money. Pittsburgh Penguins are both 8-1. to one. The Washington Capitals and the Tampa Bay Lightning are currently trading 7-1. to one. So if you're talking about odds-on, if you're talking and about... I like, I like the Caps over the Lightning right this second. Th- well, you, I, I'm saying, T, they're good. They're, like, awesome. They're, they're good. You're going to see an amazing I game. I said they weren't. Every time. I'm t- that's why I'm saying tune into them on the regular season because... I was just trying to make Sebastian feel a little uncomfortable. Because they win. Let me say this. Didn't say. I, Imagine I if your team won, Kevin. <laughs> Imagine if you watched a team that just won all right. the time. That'd be and, great. And you're going to watch because you've, awesome. you've made, you've, we've made that deal. <laughs> but I will say, and I don't know if this will get out in time, but for you two, tomorrow's We're game. We're putting this on Japer's rink, hopefully. Tomorrow's game will be a really fun game to watch. It's Edmonton. It's late at night. Connor McDavid. It's Connor McDavid. This kid flies down the ice. He's, he's up. He's a, like a lightning. Um, he's an athlete, and it's good. <laughs> yeah, he can do anything that anybody can do. He's no TJ. He's no TJ Oshi. He's no TJ. Um, he can. He can, he, hey, he can do the you block. Know what? He's something else, and he's he fun is. to watch. He and they're the they're block. kind of a fast fun team. It's their new uh, arena. It's going to be kind of lit, uh, and the Caps are going to have to play their best. They're going to have to play fast against a fast team. It's going to be a good test. And the Caps are are in need of a bounce back. And last year, after every time they lost, which was very rare. They always bounce back the next Rarely game. Rarely lost two games in a row. Until late Rarely. in the season. Yep, exactly. Um, and they were really, really strong in the bounce back. So I think after a really disappointing game against the Rangers, Tuesday night, late night, Edmonton, a little extra time to sit around and stew, they're going to be ready to, to, to put on a show. All right, so I'm just going to save a couple drips in our Caps tank for the, for the end of the show because we might may need to pick me up from our – Dip into the wizard's pool just for a moment or two, just to see how it feels. You, 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 you love you, you love intro to that was so picture, daunting. Right? Yeah, Wale's on. Dude, I mean, there ain't yeah. nothing wrong okay. with the wizard's I just, talk. Hey, listen, I'm yeah. just saying, I'm I watch every wizard's game. I mean, I got I, him over 500. That's why I have two TVs in my basement: one for the Caps, one for the Wizards. Because that? that's the, those perfect the CSN, perfect CSN household. It is. You need it to get is. you on uh, on the ratings thing. You need to give me a box. You need to be a Nielsen Without a family. doubt, because I do. I watch them. Or both. we need to call a doctor or have a conversation with somebody. It's I, just uh, too good. I have you a get problem. Every night. 
well, every night. But guaranteed, there's an iPad and a cell phone right on this blankie uh-huh. <laughs> on the couch. But hey, hey, that's awesome, zombies. man. You got to, you Look. got to. If you love it, you love it, and I do. And I love going back and forth. You have to know. You have to have your hand on the pulse, or else you can't talk around. You can't have a conversation. So here's with a question. So here's a question. Um, obviously, the NBA has become a superstar-driven league. Wait a second. Has, has become? become. Wait a second. Yeah. And we are woefully outgunned. In fact, Sebastian, this is a dated reference, but you guys, uh, it reminds me of when we played in a uh, Bethesda flag football league. And here we go. Here we go. <laughs> you guys had Ian Mahaney. And all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, it's me and my buddies, you know, a bunch of ragtag backyard football players, you know, grinders, Sebastian, through and through. The Andrew Merkels of the world. Ken's okay? The Billy Cannons, again. the Jim Millers. And uh, I, I get a call from uh, Terry McGann, and he's like, hey, Scott McBride and Steve Suter are going to be there this weekend. And it became this arms race. That there was no way in the world, you, you know, certain teams were going to be able to play against Northwestern's defensive line, you know, that, that week. Right? You know what I'm saying, Kevin Rickett? Y- y- yes. Well, I was, hey, and by the way, Kevin Rickett was in the league. The all-time leading di- the Division Three quarterback I, of the I, I played decade. three games in that league, and I had an accident in my pants, and I had to sprint I was out. never asked to play in the league. Well, you, you could have started over Kevin on some mornings. Could have asked sure. me, at least. You would have been my number two receiver. <laughs> number two. <laughs> That's so sad. Receiver. That's actually a fact. So That's sad. actually a fact. But, but pivoting to the Wizards Put from that rabbit. poignant, Put on poignant post. Yeah, that was, flag that was football disturbing. Story. That was a disturbing 30 seconds of my life. The Let's wizard, talk about the Wizards. The Wizards, as far as an arms race is concerned, um, they're behind, a little bit behind. I mean, relative to what? Relative to the, <laughs> the you Golden know, State? The, yeah, the, everybody's <laughs> behind Golden State. I mean, I happen to believe... Cleveland, LeBron's... Listen, I happen to believe that a backcourt of John Wall and Bradley Beal is good enough to run an offense around and be successful in. I, I have a hard time... I, I don't... I, and I'm going to just kick it all the way to you, Sebastian, on this to, to debunk. But I, I disagreed with the way they went last season philosophically. I think they can do a much better job of taking advantage of guys like Otto Porter. Uh, and, and Otto Porter needs to take a, a better, do a better job of making sure Otto Porter takes care of his business. If we need him to be a defensive standout, if he's not scoring, fine, but be the best defensive player on the court. That's his. If he can't do that, then I'm not sure if we're going to be. I think you got. I think you got to look at the, to me. You got to look at the coach. Um, Scott Brooks has a type of guy, right? Randy. Yeah. Yeah. Long. Tell us about him. He's long. Randy. He's young, and he's hungry defensively. So I think you're going to see a, a renewed commitment to defense, to to like a hungrier defense. They, they, they really talk about defense in an aggressive manner when you read the quotes and stuff. Coming out of Wizards, attacking camp. lanes, diving into passing and, lanes. And the same on offense. All they did, all they did in, in, in Richmond in camp, or a lot of their drills were about getting to the basket, getting For to the basket. Eighty-two games. You look at guys like Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's Absolutely. a great player. He's got to get to the line. He's got to get to the line. That's the key. He's okay, got to be so, on the court. He's got to play well, more than fifty-five games. You can't plan for that. I know, but he has a bit yeah, of can. that. Look, he has a bit of that itis. Who else are you going to blame? No, he's he's worked. All, he's yeah. He got a lot of money. He's got he got the most money. You would have. I want him to put the ball on the floor. Twenty-one and attack, yeah. and he and knows get to the that. Line. He knows you want him to do it, and he wants to do it. Yeah. Well, he, he has to. Like he logic knows that dictates. Ken specifically. He's spoken openly. Yes. Yeah, I think openly well, about Ken knowing yeah, that he needs he to knows. try. He's discussed that in public. <laughs> he's not. A, um, he's not hundred percent in love with my attitude, but he agrees with me in certain. No, I mean, ever, uh, um, but look, they have a team that, uh, if if things play out well, and they and and that defensive 
identity that Brooks kind of wants to bring out of these guys um, can exist in a world where everybody stays healthy. You're right. Look, if John Wall gets hurt or Bradley Beal gets hurt, the season and takes, they will. The, the season can take John a. John Wall is going to play well over seventy. Games. I love John Wall. John Wall has been super durable. I love John Wall. Hey, he's been seventy-five and up the last three years. Yeah, right. he's oh, super his couple durable. missed games is uh, his uh, brutal way he plays, which is amazing, and I love yeah. and adore. He's uh, he's like watching Dwayne Wade go into the hole. He's sprawled out in like the third row sideways, and the layup goes down. Like I, yeah. I love it. Bradley Beal's super talented. I love him. I'm not giving him crap for being hurt all the time, but we need him out there. We don't have a chance. But I also am, he has to I'm, I'm, I think I saw you grab Ken's turd polishing kit from underneath him right before this segment started. That's kind of uh, now I'm with you, and I'm an optimistic DC sports fan. But you know who else needs to step up? Look, they've got okay. So if you look at their starting five, I think Markeith Morris is a guy that last year when he came here was okay um, and, and and definitely contributed. But really didn't have time to kind of figure out what he was going to do, he right? He should be good. Dude, I really like his game. He should be good. Yeah, he's... Um, he's talented. For $8 million, he's talented. is what I'm he's saying. Scored. For $8 million, I like his That's game. That's not a lot. He's, he's, you're right. He's on an incredible contract. He's on, like, the pre-last TV Oh, I signed it with money. my brother, and then you guys screwed me, yeah, and then yeah. man, that's why everyone thinks well, I'm a bad guy. Yeah, they... Yeah, he has baggage, which, which has makes baggage. him affordable. Yeah, he but defending baggage. his brother baggage. I'll take that baggage. That's fine. That's fine. The, the he point should is, you're be right. Good. He's got a very friendly contract. A very friend. He's a very friendly deal. You get a lot of value for him. Um, it could be what saves. I mean, that's a good trade. They brought in some guys like Andrew Nichols and Trey Burke. These guys can score. Um, Trey. And I, I know, I know they can. All, <laughs> hey, you don't, you don't, you're not buying. I Trey like Trey Burke. Burke. Not, not as a backup point guard. I not do. Sexy. College player of the year. I know. He I was mean, a stud. Those don't I like grow him on as a backup. Trees. And this is a contract year. He's got to, he's got to show yeah. out. He's a and and uh, if you look at if you look at his numbers last year in Utah, first two years he was playing about 30 minutes a game. Last year drops to 20. He's still scoring. Yeah, pretty much the same rate. No, um, I, I like the pick. I, I like that in a guy. Uh, Nicholson is it, you scored 19 a couple times in preseason. He's he's uh, I would say visually not underwhelming, but just whelming. Um, but he but he's very effective offensively, right? Like he, he can he can do a little bit. So Martin Gortat can kind of produce the same that he gave you. And then the questions are, what is Otto Porter? What step does he take? Can he start to hit more threes? Because what Brooks wants us to do. He wants them to run. He wants them to shoot threes. But there's a lot of guys on this team that don't shoot the three ball all that well. Yep. So you got those guys have to get better. And and maybe they will. They've shown some promise. Kelly Oubre can Oubre. catch and shoot the three very well. Beal? But his percentage is kind of is Walls yeah, step it up but, a little but bit. But I'm more. very curious to see him. He looks more man than boy for the first time this year. He, Oubre. He, yeah. 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 He, he worked out with with Beal's trainer. He looks beefy, yeah. strong to me. Yeah. He didn't look like a gawky kid. He looked like a oh there was a he better he better a, show up ready to play I know but you know what when, when you draft a guy like that we talked about it we talked about the ceiling of the NBA draft pick right we did but we invested in an eighteen year old essentially nineteen you know, now, now he's here now he's you know now now he's got to go but we didn't expect much out of him last year no did no, we? no no no. Well, uh, I don't think they, they asked much of him. Randy Whitman right. really uh, no. didn't give him much of a leash. He played about 10 minutes a game. Um, I think scored like uh, four points a game. dynamic haircut, you know, come in for scrub time and but throw a few he dunks is, in. But you know, you talk, again, identity of, of a Scott Brooks player, he's almost the prototype. I mean, he's long. He's like 6'7". You know, he can really, he yeah, can really cause problems to six seven. Oubre. Is he 6'7"? Yeah, six, he's seven, long. And, he's, and he's long. With haircut, 6'11", yeah. bro. 
Listen, he's I, super uh, long. He's Oubre, like, he looks like a condor, man. He wasn't overdrafted. He could be a, he could be a like plus 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 defender. Yeah, yeah he wasn't he overdrafted, but but I, I always so I'll always believe his offensive game needs a ton of work. He but, he, but he knows that he had the Durant connection, which I thought was was a uh, was what was what put him over the edge, uh, you, like validated him for you. No, no, not for me. I thought that because he, he came with the uh, same advisor or manager that was like linked to uh, you know Kevin Durant, and you know that was when they drafted Ubre. It was it was reported at the time that it was you know a potential factor in them being able to go after Kevin Durant when he became a free agent. Right. Just just to show you the ridiculousness right. of how thirsty how, we how were. much of that how how yeah. much of an effect that had uh, on the NBA in general, not just right. us. Um, he, listen, he's got he's got to perform. You got to get out of him. You, we 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 invested the uh, resource in him. They traded up to get him. Traded up to get him. Now I will say this: in uh, Ted Leonsis said that he sat in on the on the exit interviews at the end of the season, and every single guy told him that Kelly Oubre should have played more. He was he was a tough defender, and he was hard to get by in practice. Always believe in what the players say. So I mean, if yeah. they're seeing it every day in practice, and they they all. You know, it sounds overwhelming, but they all felt compelled to say that. That's that's remarkable to me. That if, says if Ubre has a great season, that's what makes teams good. That's what you, that's where it goes from forty wins to fifty wins. And what if they, what if both Ubre and Porter take jumps? And how big are those jumps? That's why that's why I'm exactly. optimistic. That's why I think there could be forty five, forty six. Could Ubre take wins. the Morgan what Moses is, leap? What is their top line? No, sorry, number of wins. Forty-five, forty-six. I think. I think, and that's not a disrespect. Look, they were five hundred. I had them at forty-four. Listen, they were five hundred. Forty-four last wins, year, and and five hundred usually gets you in the playoffs in the East. But the East is getting a, a better. lot better, yeah. and and real quick. And so they were tenth last year at at 500. at five hundred. So you, if you want to get in, I think you got to be at forty-six. And I, I hope think so. That's right around where they'll be. I hope so. I, I don't want. I don't want a losing. Record to get into the playoffs. You want to, yeah. You want to get in the playoffs. Well, you want to get in the playoffs, but I'm just saying you'll I, take it with a losing record. You'll take it. It won't happen. Obviously. It's not going to happen this year. I don't want it. I want it. I want it to be. You know, I want it to be too strong. many good teams. I have them right around 44. I haven't. I haven't. That'll have them right around 10th to 8th. Hey, if and they, maybe if, if the breaks go their way, 8th. If not. I think I think I think 44 wins makes the playoffs. I do. I have them as a 47 win team, and I don't know if that's a seventh or a sixth seed, but it's going to be somewhere around yeah. seventh seed probably, uh, unless. Well, actually, no. I'm saying 47 wins, so that's what that is. Um, I think Ubre has a, 47 wins. Absolutely, I do. I, and I, you know, hey, listen, Ken's always got to be one more positive than everybody else. No, I, I'm not. I, I I'm just saying, wanted. To, I'm saying sure I, I think they are. Uh, that's, not, that's not absurd. That's no, totally it's, not, it's a realistic, no, totally. but it also. But I think, but we asked for high end, high uh, and end, I yeah. think it guarantees playoffs. I'm picking the record that I think guarantees a playoff appearance. I think 47 wins yeah, get you, you in the playoffs. Yeah, you get 47 in the, in the playoffs for sure. So that's 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 what yeah. my entire thing is based upon. Um, I think I, I again, I think Brooks is a professional coach. I think you get more out of players when you have coaches like him. Um, I wasn't down on Randy Whitman. I, I was perfectly happy with what he did two years ago. Um, he lost it, and you bring in a guy like Scott Brooks, and listen, players want to be coached. You bring in guys, they, they, they want to, but they want, they, like, like to, to Kevin's point, you got guys on contract years. Players want to be coached. Players want you to get the most out of them. There are players on our team that the mo- if you get the most out of them, you can win games. Well, the P- and you got to think about like the Sorry. NBA has this, no. this has its stratification, right? We can acknowledge that like the Wizards 
are not going to play the Warriors in a series. They're not going to get there, and they're not going to. If they ever did, they w- they wouldn't win that series. Unless Ubre is a superstar. This year, where we <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, this year. No, but but what the Wizards can do, and what they where they need to be, is in that next rung, because every few years the pieces move, and when the pieces move, they don't move down to the bottom rungs usually. They move to the next rung. So you've got to be on that next rung to receive the superstar that moves. And and they missed out on that this past year because they weren't ready for a Kevin Durant. Maybe he wouldn't have come here anyway. But they need to get to that place where they're in these where they were for two years, getting to the conference semis and being right there. And they took a step back last year, but they're they're not far from that same group. Durant's still gonna play the, for the Wizards. They do. Ultimately. No, he's never playing for the Wizards. Nuts. He's never you. ever playing for 18 the Wizards. Eighteen holes. Sure. Just sure. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But, nice. but here's the deal. Here's what I want to say. Feel well, like it was never on. happening. K- KD two DC blah, 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 yeah. for a two game package over four years. Yeah, tracking and tracking. Is but I'm going to tell you this. Facility? What I'm nervous about Scotty Brooks about is the last time he had a crack at this deal. You know, not the whole time, but he had a little run there with a very young Harden, Westbrook, and Durant. And Harden was coming off the bench and playing a little point guard in the playoffs. With Westbrook as the two and Durant, I mean, the, the plays run a little bit better when you got guys like that out there on offense. And his job was to teach them how to play some D, and I think he did a half-decent job doing that for those guys, especially Durant and Westbrook, not so much Harden, apparently. I'm very curious as to how he deals with this roster, how he brings an Oubre along and, uh, and defensively like you're talking about. John Wall's going to give it to you defensively. Bradley Beal's going to give it to you defensively. You know, Gortat's got his shortcomings on defense, but he's a he's a beast. I want to see what Mahinmi's got. I want to see what we got going on with some of these cats and how Brooks brings this whole new roster. You know, there's no more like Garrett Temples or, or, or Martel Webster, these guys that we've had that were like offensive assassins off the bench, you know, to come in and get points in the second quarter that, you know, were defensive liabilities. I don't see these guys on this roster. Uh, I want to see what he's going to do with what we got. I'm very excited to see what he's got. Yeah, I mean, I think Deployment. Everybody's got a lot of uh, defensive potential. I think I think that's an important part of the roster and how it was kind of picked. You mentioned Mahinmi. You know what? I, the first thing I thought about him was he's an international player drafted and scouted by the Spurs. Good enough. Yeah. That that uh, just knowing oh, that that yeah. he passed that test. Yeah. That's good enough for me. There there's something there. It's like getting drafted. There's by something Ted there, Thompson. but that that, right. that that contract makes your eyes double up when you look at it. I, I, I know it's the new they market. All do. They all I know. They they all all but but he's, but he's in that new one. Um, you, you don't, don't tell T. Don't tell T what this guy's making. Well, T's mean, gonna have him shipped out of here by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this is Wait, how much I want to say making? I want to say he's making uh, a couple million more. I think Gortat's at sixteen. I think yeah. I want to say he's at like twenty. How much is who making per year? Who who's the guy we're talking about? Ian. Dude, Jason Is Smith's making Mahine. like $5 million a year. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Um, all, all these contracts are nuts. Crazy. Ma- Ma- We're in the wrong business. We 21. should be playing professional basketball always. Yes. But, but where do you see some of the guys? Missed there, my there, calling. There, there's there's X amount of guys making over $20 million. Mahinmi's uh, making, making 16, 16 a year. 16 million. Four and Gortat's at like 12 maybe, I think. When's Mahinmi yeah. going to be able to yeah. be on the court? Because Mahinmi just two to four weeks from now. Yeah. He, he got hurt two weeks ago, or he had surgery two weeks ago. So he's got I mean, six. The kind of guy that you hope does really well, but no one in, from the rest of the NBA universe gives a crap about. Nah, fantasy players do. 
Yeah, and true well, NBA diehards always say, oh, no, he's got it, and I'm with you. I, I, I am. I don't mind that, but, you know, it's just what it is. Wait till you see what happens next year. Good raise boy. your hand if you've done Some NBA fantasy. Uh, I've done NBA I fantasy. Three yes. of the four. Hey. You Listen, I, do I've done fantasy everything. I have a fantasy Congress team. It's That's my, disheartening. My team is called the, wait for it, the Pocket Vito Corleones. And we are currently... <laughs> winning. Hey, by the way, T, I have a lot of money. Are you serious? You're in such a dead place. You're in a political It's called fantasy. fantasy league. It's called fantasy Congress. He's a, he's a very sick person. Oh and and, and you're going to think I'm sick, but may I just oh tell T this God. real quick, please? Because yeah. all the Kirk, Con- Kirk Cousins contract stuff, just real quick. I'm gonna, I want you to tell me what these guys have in common. Paul Millsap, Brooke Lopez, Nicholas Batum, Hassan Whiteside, Chandler Parsons, and Harrison Barnes. They all make more than Kirk Cousins. They all make more than $20 million to play basketball in the NBA. All those names I just said. Yeah. The, the, Holy. The, the numbers are staggering. Moly. Yeah, the numbers are really, really wild. Paul Millsap, Brooke Lopez, Nicholas Batum, Hassan Whiteside, Chandler Parson, and Harrison Barnes. By the way, Chandler Parsons They could have gotten Harrison good. Barnes out of there quickly. He's very good. But would $20 think, million good? I would, yes, I would pay Chandler, Chandler all right, Parsons. How many dudes million. in the NBA make more than $20 million? Do you think he's on that level? Uh, well, for the Wizards, yes, I, I I would love Chandler Parsons on my team. I would I would start him all day long. I I, I think he's a, he would be a difference maker for us. Don't get me started on. Ken, Chandler I know Parsons. he's a handsome man, but let's not throw that into this. Chandler you, Parsons at twenty two million. You're like bring him to the Wizards. He's like he would be the Jason Worth of the Washington Wizards, in my personal opinion. Wow, I, so different personalities. Like he would be the guy that you bring in who because I, I, I do I think DeAndre Chan- Jordan told him lies to his face and then rolled out and yeah. didn't even bother calling him back. Yeah. Later chance. Jason Worth ain't dealing with that. Jason Worth's gonna drive his pickup truck to wherever you are and At get some answers. Miles He's gonna an get hour. some answers quick. Yes. Going as fast as he can down an interstate. Yes. Hey, listen, I'm talking about a forty percent three three point shooter, stretches the floor, he's he slashes, he dashes. Uh, I, I for twenty two mil, holy yeah. moly! Yeah, uh, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge doesn't make his money. Look, I think that's I a, think, that's an instant bucket, boy. Okay, I would take, <laughs> I, I would pick pick Lamarcus obviously as, as everyone should. He'd be an interesting piece on his team, and, and I think that's what you that's how you look at this team. Like, what pieces do they have? And they've got one pretty good one, John Wall. Yep, they've got another one that could be pretty good. Like, I'll say this, Bradley Beal. I've seen Bradley Beal. Dominate NBA games and do it against yep. really good teams. Remember early last year when they played the Spurs and he took over in the fourth quarter? That was the Spurs team that won 67 games, boys. He's heartless. And he just took them out. That was cold blooded. Not a lot of guys can do that. His ceiling is very, very high. It's so super high. So good when he gets going. So And he's ours. If he if he can for if better he, or worse if he can get I that love it. more he's and not more going often. anywhere so get used to it Wizards fans I, I mean, love that he's ours I love that, Wol- uh, that we're Wall's living or dying ours. on him right I do now. I love yeah. our backcourt I love them That's they it. play hard as hell and, and they play the right way I love it and they've got some bigs they got some depth they got some guys look Sadoransky could be really interesting you know I'm very he's curious a six about foot him. seven point guard yeah. that could be interesting man his his three point shooting is a uh, it's a concern. It's a concern, but hey, he's a he's a guy that can work on it. I think that's um, that's something that can improve. So it's like the reality of uh, a lot backup of point guards. <laughs> there he goes again. <laughs> but uh, I, I think there's Sorry, a lot of there's Kevin. a lot of intrigue around Sadoransky just because he's so athletic and can do so much. Uh, All the players say I'm he's the most about impressive yeah. guy in camp, and I think if again if there's an uh, 
you know, a, a vote of the guys, and they're all saying the same thing. It matters. It, it Hell yeah. They're like, look at this guy. Watch him. Where do you see right. him? Right. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. That's That gets me excited. So um, we'll see, man. Opening night is, is right here. They're going to play the Hawks. That's a good test. It's a good test right off the bat to see kind of where they are as a team. Um, and if they get that W um, on the road, you feel pretty good about yeah, things. Right. You can feel pretty good about the start. 1-0 in the NBA. Against uh, a, a team that I think is, you know, you, you figure will be favored. It, they'll be favored in the game, obviously, and they're also favored to finish higher than us. Probably, yeah. yeah. From a money standpoint. Are they? Until yes. their center rips that team apart at the, at the odds. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Go on. You know who I'm talking about. Who's what? 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 Di, what? Dominite, d- dom, dynamite centers played for every team: the Lakers, the Rockets. Who's the future of everyone? The Glenn Magic. Howard. Yeah. He's a hawk. He's a hawk. He's back home. Um, I'll say this about Atlanta. Uh, I, I think they kind of have the Wizards' number, and so I think. But not with his current. For- you're right. Formation. You're right. Yeah, Horford's gone. Yeah, Horford had our number. Horford was yeah. well. We thought he was going to be go. ours, but he killed us, man. Where'd Horford go? Boston. Boston. He's a Celtic Ooh. for twenty-six yeah. million. And that's Tim. to say the East is getting really good. Boston's a year. really that's good. That's for one year. Boston's a really good. That's team. Only yeah. for, that was Stevens. only one year. He looks like he's seventeen years old, and he's still going to coach one of the best rosters this season. It's yeah. amazing. They really, they're really putting he's something brilliant, special man. together. Up he's there. got. He's a special cat. By the way, not to throw, you know, shine on the Boston Celtics who don't need need it at all. But as far as being a fan of a team, imagine uh, having the balls to go after a college coach who obviously had established a little bit of something in, in the uh, NCAA level. But they've stuck with him. They had opportunities to let him go because they had veteran. Uh, they had veterans push back on him. I want to say, K, did, I've heard KG. nothing bad from those guys. Camp. Well, no, they stuck with. I mean. In the NBA, it's almost as bad as the NHL with the way they stuck get rid of coaches. Him. Why wouldn't you stick with him? He's got yes. Hey, I'm just saying, people don't. Like, hats off but what to has them he for done sticking that to them. Doesn't deserve him. They, to stay they, there. His first season was terrible. Yeah, but the talent was terrible. Yeah, he knew yeah, it was what he was coming into. Was part of he plan. got into it with some of the veterans. They got rid of some of the riffraff. He's That's put right. this team together defensively and running offense that I can't understand how they just keep winning. He's a basketball because he's. A, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying that hats off. Those guys get chewed up and spit out. Yeah, they do, and he will. But, they but, all but, do. But he's but, but he's made damn. it to this. Yeah, he's yeah, he's impressive, impressive man. It's, it is impressive it, because I mean I mean shoot you you know you know how it goes. I mean they get chewed up and spit out. Yeah, good ones and bad ones alike. So the fact that that, that he's there, it's uh, I don't know. Like I was I had high hopes that Randy Whitman would be one of those guys. That obviously didn't happen, but. I thought it could have happened. Yeah, his old Randy, school, I kind of thought it would be a matter of time. Not in a bad way. Yeah, I mean, Randy, look at what Randy Whitman did. He had changed gears last season. Yeah, but he had a pretty good run here. How many other coaches have, have, have gotten as far in the playoffs as he did? Yeah. Uh, uh, with this with this organization. True. He had a pretty good run. Um, so the fact that that bar wasn't enough to keep his job, I think, says a lot about what the expectation is from the organization. Um and and yeah, it feels like they're outgunned, as you say sometimes. But they're he see he was listening to the football story. So Brooks has two years. Brooks. No way, he's no five way. years. He's got he's got time. I think I you know again. If Grunfeld's still here, run, Brooks is, can set it. But a hand you, you don't bring leash. in a guy like Scott Brooks to run him out of town. And I I I think Ted Ted's record speaks that to that he wouldn't do that. He's the, you know. He lets his guys work out their contracts. That's how he does it. Um, 
And so I think I think Scott Brooks will get a, a fair shake, which I think is good. I think you give Scott well, Brooks. He's a, a pro coach. Yeah, and you give him a young team to build with for three to five years, you're going to get some results. You're def- you're going to get some results. The, the, the Eastern Conference is good, but it's not, you know, an unclimbable mountain. I mean, the Chris the uh, Chris Humphreys trade, the Chris Humphreys trade, the Markeith Morris trade. Right. Uh, the Markeith Morris trade is a long-term trade. I mean, it, it is not to me. It was a uh, it was a sign that the Washington Wizards were invested in Grunfeld, right? And and you know, bringing in Scott Brooks. I mean, it, it, I do think they have plans for Markeith Morris, but you don't you don't you don't you don't, you don't give someone the power to make that kind of decision to bring in a guy like that who I think is a very talented player. I don't know. I I, I, I mean, just he had th- publicly demanded a trade, so he they he had to get moved. And the Wizards were ready and waiting, and, and, and they to did their it. credit, pulled it off. That was the, the that was the max amount of salary cap space we had left. Right. That was it. Getting him, like, if he said no, we would, we would have gotten nothing. <laughs> Not, and his $8 million just let us add him on the team. He stuck up for his brother. He, 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 what do they, represent themselves? I mean, it was a nightmare. It's a weird deal. It was deal. a nightmare. Uh, yeah, it was a weird deal. He, uh, Marcus got traded to Detroit. Um, Markeith, it sounds like, kind of felt like, Th- that what was the a betrayal, F. right? Yes. We um, took. I took less in a contract demanded to keep a, us together. Publicly demanded now, a trade. Right. Yeah. Uh, got fined for that. Uh, and MF then the coach. Publicly. Yes, yeah. There was a, an, a couple altercations on the sidelines. It usually doesn't work out well. Uh, no. So yeah, you know, really went downhill, and and probably a lot of people would have um, would have loved to have seen it go differently. But th- he can play. He can play, and the Wizards. Like you said, it's a, it's not. He wasn't a one-year rental deal. They got him. Um, they got him on great cash, and um, and it's good. Well, I'll tell you what else is good. Having Sebastian Salazar in the yeah, basement man. with you on a Tuesday Much night. Much appreciated, brother. Very good stuff, man. You love to. It's the, it's the I good. I feel like a smarter. It's the good. Capitals S. and Wizards fan. Well, right, I hope, so I hope not, s- not just smarter, but more inspired to watch. So, so you have listen, to watch hockey now. That's yeah. Part of the people deal. need to pay attention to the regular season, and when you do so, mm-hmm. when you watch games, you get you, you just keep the station going just for a couple minutes. And who do you see on the TV screen? But Sebastian Salazar. Stay tuned. So you got Caps extra. Yep. You got w- w- Wizards extra. Yeah, I got. Yeah, next three days I have uh, Caps extra ahead of Edmonton. Uh, our fantasy football show. You're in it. You're going to Edmonton. No. Okay. We do it from Bethesda. We do the yes. pre and post shows from Bethesda. <laughs> That'd be awesome if we were going to Edmonton. I never get to go anywhere. Um, note to CSN. Note to CSN. <laughs> uh, squeaky wheel gets the oil. Man. You want me to send them a Twitter message? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sense gets a better Twitter. Out of town. Yes. What kind of Twitter? Guy out of here. Can you like tape it to a brick uh, and throw it through the, like a Twitter brick? No, that would be destruction of property, Ken. And a felony. So, so yeah. Kevin, yeah. so Kevin, don't do that. Thanks, Ken. <laughs> you're Thanks, Ken. I'm not no, sure. Keep up with the good work. Not sure how you're planning on entering into the Facebook world, but so we have uh, and Redskins talk. Let's like let's not let's try to light Redskins talk. And you get talk, Ken yeah. on TV. Redskins talk on Sunday. I, got, and he, I, I tell everyone. What I say, pictures does he small. have of you, by the way? No, pictures? I say I appreciate. Yeah. I appreciate that that you let him go. Uh, very small. He's the role, face of Hogshaven. But the, the heart and soul 
really, of the heart and soul. Oh, is that how you're branding of yourself the now? Fan base. That's correct. Uh, that's that's branding. That's uh, that's that's oh, hashtag branding. branding. No, no, branding. no, no. The size of your smile suggested had a tad more than branding. <laughs> <laughs> I own that shit. Um, let me tell you that's something. That's my shit. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. No, uh, it's uh, it's cool to have you because uh, I know we feel the same way about our team. So, and that's what the show ultimately is all about. So thank you for being here. Uh, we will watch you uh, and potentially me, but mostly you. Uh, thank you, and we'll see you very soon on the Audible.